بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد قد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم This hadith Sharif of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We have heard this portion many times Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that the one who does not give up evil talk and evil actions sinful talk, sinful actions then Allah Ta'ala doesn't have any need for him to give up his food and drink this doesn't mean that he then shouldn't fast this is a manner of expression that look, don't waste the fast don't destroy the fast attain the full benefit of the fast by protecting oneself from all kinds of evil talk all kinds of evil actions, sinful actions because this is meant to now train us for after Ramadan for every day of our life to stay away from everything that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden so while a person is fasting if he is not keeping control of his tongue not keeping control of his actions then what hope is there that after Ramadan there will be control over these things this is the training time so among the things that the tongue has to be controlled from and the very serious issues that we get ourselves involved in by means of which we destroy all our good deeds is the aspect of ghibat this is totally forbidden whether it is during the fast whether it is in the night of Ramadan whether it is out of Ramadan at any time of the day or night any part of the year this is a severe haram and forbidden act which becomes a means of a person passing on his good deeds to the one who he is backbiting in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala gives a description of what is backbiting all about and the description is of something very abhorrent something that a person doesn't want to even try to imagine and that is the purpose that this is something that should create that ghibat itself should create that kind of disgust in a person's heart how can I ever go near such a sin like ghibat the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَيَّأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهِتُمُ do you like to consume the flesh of your dead brother when a person has passed away after a while what happens to the body everybody knows that after a while the body starts bloating, then it will start, it will burst, it will start decaying. Now that is the picture of a decaying body. Now somebody is consuming from that. Can that be imagined? Person eating human flesh, and then human flesh in this condition, is beyond imagination. But that is the reality of ghibat. That how abhorrent ghibat is, how disgusting a sin ghibat is. And what is ghibat all about? Zikruka akhaka bima yakrah. Mentioning something about your fellow Muslim, about your brother, what he would dislike. Not necessarily that this is, or there is no question about that is this true or not. This is being discussed about something that is true. He made a mistake about something, or he did something, whatever the case might be. But he would not like somebody to be speaking about that item about his. If it was something that he didn't do, if it's something that's untrue, then that is even worse. That becomes bohtan. That becomes a slander. So when it is true, it is ghibat. 
So the thing to always ponder is, if I was in that person's shoes, what I would like, have liked for myself? Till I don't like that, I would have liked that everybody just keeps quiet about it. People make dua for me. They try to, well, if somebody corrects me, they correct me in a way that does not disgrace me in some way. They don't go about singing about my mistakes everywhere. I would have liked all that for myself. What I like for myself, I must like for my fellow Muslim brother. If I don't have that same desire for him, that he must also be protected, then according to the hadith of Nabi Wasallam, that my iman is extremely deficient. That till a person doesn't love for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself, his iman is extremely deficient, so deficient, that Nabi Wasallam describes it as la yu'min, that he has no iman. So, this is something that we have to become very conscious about. It's not something that will happen by just listening to one discussion about it, or by reading about it once. It's something to sit down and think about it. To take an account of the day, each day. That did I make any riba today? And if I did, then to make some amends for it. If the person did not get to know about it, then he should not be informed. But some dua on his behalf, some sawab, isale sawab be made for him, Toba istighfar, begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, giving some sadaqa to atone for this wrong. When a person will repeatedly do these things, after having taken stock of his day, that did I make any ghibat or not, then inshallah in time, this will settle in the mind and heart. And as soon as something is coming on the tongue, he'll be conscious. Otherwise, before he knows it, he's already made ghibat. And just as it is haram to make ghibat, it is equally haram to listen to ghibat. Both are equally involved in the sun. So this is something that we need to become very conscious about, be very careful about, otherwise all the good deeds that we earn will be passing it on to others. Allah forbid on the day of Qiyamah we get left empty-handed. Allah Ta'ala give us